Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe to You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today is the end of the month. So we have stories of high strangeness for you guys. The very uh, first stories of high strangeness of the year. Oh yeah. Let's, let's see if we can set set the mood for, for a creepy year. Uh yeah, I think so. I, I have a couple stories that are kind of they're good. Um might bring a tear to your eye, maybe. No. Maybe not. Is there another grandma um, story? Grandpa. Ugh, God damn you. <laughs> and uh there's another one. Oh, we okay so guys when we started this podcast we had we were thinking of ideas of what we wanted to do like um there were, like one of our ideas was about telling stories and then you guys would have to decide whether those stories were real or fake um do you remember this michelle yeah i do yeah okay so the f- probably the first story that i'm going to tell you guys you guys are going to have to well, according to this person it's real, I guess, but I'll let mm-hmm. you guys decide because I read it and I was like, nah, I don't know, buddy. So it's it's a pretty good story, but I'll, I'll when you le- when you hear the story, you'll understand what I'm talking about or why I'm saying what I'm saying. Okay. Um, also, uh, if you guys don't know, Michelle has a, a side hustle. Actually, this is her side hustle, but her like main hustle is uh my main side hustle and then i yeah. got a side hustle for my side hustle and a side hustle to my side hustle yeah so it's called that. uh pearl skull alchemy uh she makes candles jewelry art all you know anything that transforms one thing from its original state to uh this art what? is what she does uh so she makes these candles right they're called intention candles um there's like she has shit ton. She has like abundance, uh, you know, um, peace, love, happiness, love. peace, uh, protection, Creativity. all that good stuff. Um, and she like does seasonal candles as well. And then this year, uh, she already mentioned this on her website, so it's not like breaking or I'm not like giving anything away. But she's doing um, birth birth month candles. Um, I'm pushing for her not to use lavender in February. Um, <laughs> Because I just I'm not a fan of lavender. Uh, I don't know why. I think it's another one of those things where we talked oh about last week, where everybody everybody's obs- everybody's obsessed with it, and I can't fucking stand it. Like, oh my god. Like I, I'll tolerate it if it's there, but it's not something like, oh my god, I need to have lavender. And I feel like everybody's like that with lavender. Like everybody is so obsessed with lavender, and I don't like I smell it, and it's like okay, it's okay, but I don't understand the obsession. So <laughs> I'm really pushing for not lavender. Um, I gave her some other scents, and the only reason I gave her those scents was because it was like scents that are supposedly in a cologne that I uh, that I own, and oh I really God. love it. Um, and then I told her another scent that she had already kind of mentioned, so I'm hoping she's going in that direction with a candle. Maybe, anyway, maybe <sighs> anyway, yeah. Uh, she she gifted uh, she gifted me and my wife some candles. Um, I. The, the main one that I wanted was a protection candle and I have it lit. I actually had it lit for last week's, uh, no, I just, this, this is the first time I'm lighting it. Uh, and it's nice. Not going to lie. I I'm enjoying the scent of it. I swear to God, I didn't pay him to say all this guys. No, just she didn't. Uh, did I'm doing this out of my, the, the, out of my own, like I actually felt this, um, <laughs> and I'm not trying to do it to like plug like I'm not like like she said this isn't like I guess this is an ad for her her business but not she did like a, she didn't pay me to do this I'm doing this because <laughs> I legitimately enjoy the candle I'm not just saying this because I'm her brother um it smells really good um I'm I'm really happy that the protection candle I I like the scent um there's other candles that just it, it it's it's preference guys I'm not like. It's whatever you like and stuff like that. Uh, a majority of um, the candles, no, all the candles smell really good. I just like to said the lavender ones aren't my thing. So those are the only ones I kind of like avoid. So you hate the peace candle because it's got lavender in it. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's peace in my life, right? <laughs> kind of. Like, I don't need it. Uh, I just need the abundance and protection. There you go. Those are my two favorites. My wife got the... 
creativity. No, hap- cre- yeah, creativity and happiness. They they smell similar because they're both citrus based. Citrusy, yeah. Yeah, but um, she since she does do um like acrylic nails and stuff like that. I she she wanted the you know the candle for her creativity and you know I mean everybody can use more happiness in their life. Let's be honest. It's true. It's true. So and but those are the scents that she enjoyed. Sorry. No, you're good. I was just gonna say like. They're not just like regular candles. They have like crystals and herbs that kind of coincide with that intention that you're trying to bring in. So like protection, it's got sage and rosemary and black salt and uh, what else did I put in there? Clove. Yeah. And uh, and then for the crystals, it's like obsidian. Yeah. yeah, uh, Obsidian, black tourmaline and smoky quartz for Mm -hmm. protection. So there you go. So yeah, if you don't want to... If you don't want to light sage and stink up your house, use Palo Santo. And if you don't have or don't want to use that, you can buy a protection candle and and do that. If you're in the San Antonio area, you can go to Red Feather. Yep, Red Feather Healing. Uh, and if you are not if you're not anywhere near San Antonio, you can um, buy them on her Etsy shop. That's Pearl, Pearl Skull Alchemy. Yes, and I'm about to start releasing the larger 12 ounce candles too. So. There's that. Go get your candles, guys. Anyway, this was not this was not planned, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell her I was going to do this. No, I was like, oh, we're talking about me? Now yeah. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I don't know why I gave you crap about like the grandfather one, because this one has a grandfather one, too. <laughs> uh, but but it's not like the main part of the story but uh this one this one is a little long so i'm gonna start with a longer one but uh, i thought it was pretty interesting all right uh in the summer of 2017 around two hours after my grandfather passed away me and my sister had a horrific car accident a little past midnight Um, we were on our way towards my grandpa's house i was behind the wheel and driving moderately fast so you're speeding yeah that's a moderate. That's, that's yes. what that means. It's a polite way of saying I was going fucking fast. Right. Um, where I was supposed to make a U-turn, the brakes failed and we hit the guardrail. The front of the car was demolished and both of us were badly injured. I believe I lost consciousness for a few seconds. And when I came back, I looked at her and saw blood all over her face and realized that she had she too had lost consciousness. She was slowly coming on and I squeezed myself out of the window and moved to her side to get her out of the car. Her door, her door was stuck like mine, so I couldn't get her out. People started to gather around and called 911. The firefighters came and removed the door and finally brought her out of the car. That's bringing flashbacks and is very triggering. <laughs> when the ambulance was taking us to the hospital, I was having the longest deja vu of my entire life. I knew which hospital we were going to, even though nobody told me. I knew how the halls of the hospital looked like before we even arrived there. I even knew the name of the doctor who was supposed to give me stitches, uh, someone that I've never met before. It's weird because as soon as me and my sister were alone, we could talk to each other. And she told me about how she feels like she's been here before and was feeling deja vu the whole time. Hmm. Um, It might seem normal for people who just took a hit to their head to experience these kinds of things and read too much into things. Uh, that aren't actually there, but it's a lot more weird than than it looks at on first glance. I believe that both of us died on that timeline, Ooh. but for some reason our consciousness switched on into parallel versions of ourselves in another universe, and the feeling of deja vu was because of our consciousness settling into the bodies of our alternate selves, with the original consciousness still present, which causes the feeling of experience everything twice. Um, sorry, and there's like two, uh, three more paragraphs. <clears throat> now here's something truly bizarre, as if that wasn't already. Hmm. Uh, there was the song called Salem. It, it it's literally like Salem, like Salem organ, but with a Z. So I'm gonna call Zalem. it Salem. Um, by <clears throat> Mosen Kavashi, M O H S E N Mosen. And then C H A V O S H I. Anyway, uh, which our mom loved and listened to almost every day. Even when my mom didn't play it, my older brother would. It was kind of a, a signature song in our home. 
So a few months after the crash, I was having a conversation with one of my co-eds about music. She was, without a doubt, the number one fan of Mosin. I'm going to say Mosin. Um, to the point that we used to call her uh, Kev I mean, the, the guy's last name or mm-hmm. person's last name. Um, she was talking about her favorite song, which I said, yeah, he's a good singer. My mom loves Zalem. She'll play it on repeat for hours until you become sick of hearing it. She frowned and asked me about the song that I was mentioning. She said that she doesn't, that he doesn't have a song named Zalem. I thought maybe I got the name wrong, so I started to sing it. She shook her head and said it wasn't one of his songs. She named uh, Farak. I'm sorry, this is clearly from a different (laughs) country or something, Um, as a singer. I could swear that the song I heard was Kavoshi. His voice is unmistakable. There's no way I'd be wrong about that. So I Googled it, and no matter how much I looked, I could only find the song Zalem by Farouk, F-A-R-O-K-H. I thought maybe it's the same song, but I was wrong all along. So I downloaded it and listened to it, but the song uh, by Farouk can't be more different than what I remember. Sure, it has the same lyrics, but the melody and the genre of it is completely different. So I asked my mom about it, and guess what? She hasn't heard of it, and neither does what my brother. <laughs> and neither does my brother, who gave us that song in the first place. They had no recolle- recollection of the song, whether it's uh, you know one artist or the other. But on the other hand, my sister remembers it. She says it was Kavoshi's song, and she knows the lyrics just like me. Somehow, she and I have memories about this song, which doesn't even exist in this world. I don't know why or even how it's possible, but I sincerely believe that we moved through the dimensions when we were both unconscious after the crash. I don't believe in souls. Better. So I can't say that we died or our souls moved on into an alternate selves, but I've heard stories that happen to other people, which are similar to our experience. I just think it has something to do with my grandpa's death. Maybe we were supposed to die that day, but his death, caused an event which led us to moving into another universe where we didn't die hmm. i was like yeah i don't know what the yeah, death grandfather has to do with that um i thought it was interesting you know what he was saying about or he or she was saying about moving over into like another dimension because yeah that 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 would that's just an interesting concept especially like saying that you know the deja vu they were having like what if in that other dimension they were both taken to the same hospital and they maybe didn't get stitches but they were getting worked on by that doctor like they were trying to resuscitate them and what if they did die and their consciousness transferred over to uh you know an alternate version of themselves you know what i mean yeah, it was almost like they hit like a, a reset and then mm-hmm. went or like a rewind and like went back and got to live that out again, but survive this time. The Matrix Resurrection. I mean, there you go. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, people were like creepy pasta, and I was like, mm, probably. I mean, I guess the Mandela creepy, effect. Yeah, that's 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 what I was thinking too, and. I don't know. I've I've definitely heard other stories of people where it's like they grew up this whole time like this is what it is and then all of a sudden parents are like I don't know what you're talking about no. or you know things like that. So and the fact that it's like her and her sister that remembered it because it could also be that if it is like a different like uh dimension universe or dimension or whatever that maybe someone wrote the song for the artist and then one singer decided to you know how like there's like people who write songs and they'll give it Mm -hmm. to different artists and then like one artist will be like okay i'm gonna record it and then yeah i was gonna say or what if he did like a like a a cover of this like you know how missio did a cover of lana del rey's um what's it called um west coast yeah west coast but then i was thinking the guy did the the other guy did that song but if she didn't even recognize the song or the lyrics or anything so well, the then lyrics are the same, but oh, the, the melody, lyrics are the same? yeah, oh, lyrics okay. are the same, but everything else is different. So maybe something like that, like oh, but then, but then the brother and the mom said that we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So that, yeah, no. that's super. Uh, weird. That's weird. That's a weird story. Interesting. 
<clears throat> All right, guys. So I finally downloaded Reddit uh, just to make this easier on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why this is like this, though. Uh, give me a second. I'm trying to. What the fuck? Oh, there it goes. Okay. Um, so this is that story that I was telling you guys. I'm going to make it the first one. So you guys can decide whether this is real or fake. Um, I'll, I don't know. Should I give my opinion on what I thought afterwards? You can, yeah, afterwards. Yeah. But, All right. Yeah. Okay. So this is called My Dead Neighbor Saved Me From Being Attacked. And uh, this is by not good Reddit name. Oh, I didn't was- even say who the person was. And should I... Yeah, very just quickly, quick. just um, sorry about that. Was Ben Dash SK twenty three forty six for for That's my a, car crash in the parallel universe? That sorry. is a not good Reddit name. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this was posted about eleven days ago. I mean, not that that matters, but just so you guys, well, eleven days ago from today. So that would be the end of uh, like, you know, the thirtieth or thirty first somewhere around there. Anyway, this just happened half an hour ago, which anyway, <laughs> I came back to my hometown for holidays. It's a fairly rural, rural, ugh, I fucking hate that word, uh, rural aerial area with woods and everything is peaceful. I live going to pick wild berries and I was doing just that when I encountered the first paranormal experience of my life. It happened in the backyard of my neighbor. There are wild berry shrubs there. Here are a few details so that the story makes sense. I used to have an old man who lived alone as my neighbor, and he was very a very kind person. He used to give us those berries as candied sweets. He passed away due to cardiac failure when I was in high school, and his house is empty ever since. I wanted to make those sweets very for my family as a holiday comfort food, and thus went to his place. Now, as he passed a few years ago, there was a lot of undergrowth. I think she meant overgrowth. Anyway, uh, undergrowth and wild grass in his yard, and everything was messy. I cleared some of the of the growth and made way to the shrubs, cleaning the place as much as I could, thinking about how clean he used to keep it. Um, all this time, I had a feeling that something was off and that I was being watched, but I brushed it off. I was two minutes into picking when I heard my neighbor's voice. I'm sure it was him saying I should be more careful and to pick up the rake immediately. It was as if I was fainting. Everything was fast or slow. I can't really explain that. But as soon as I picked up, picked up the rake, some homeless man tried to stab me with a knife. I used the sharp end of the rake to scare him off and kept shouting loudly. He ran off. After I gathered myself, I had tears, but I couldn't shake off a smile I had. It was eerie, but I am unharmed. I think I'm going to clean my neighbor's place. I hope I owe him that much. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. I mean, if it's real, like I immediately was like, like I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I immediately, I read the story and it just sounds so far fetched, I guess. But I mean, it, it does, but it doesn't. Cause it would make sense that like a homeless person would be in the house like that. If yeah. it's empty, you know what I mean? And nobody's mm-hmm. like gone to, you know, use it or anything. Like it, it makes sense that there would be squatters and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, It just sounds so crazy that it's like, how can this be real? You know what I mean? I, I So I, and another thing, like I'm, I'm, it's funny to me that that part of the story is crazy to me and not the part where her neighbor is telling her, who's dead yeah. hey you're gonna you know <laughs> well um i i mean yeah i guess i can see how it's like kind of out there but i, I was thinking about uh, a time that sasha was telling me that her father-in-law had just passed away mm. and she was driving back um i guess into corpus or something from corpus but going over a, a bridge where it was literally like water underneath right mm-hmm. and um she was super tired and she was falling asleep at the wheel and like she like literally dozing and like swerving. And um, I guess she had actually like closed her eyes completely and fallen asleep. And she heard his voice say, Sasha. 
and then she like snapped too and like was like what the fuck like i just heard him and Mm -hmm. and then that kept her awake and she was like okay like i'm I'm good and she like kept driving but yeah i'm like i almost feel like i mean granted he didn't say like a whole sentence of like sasha watch where you're going wake up like this neighbor Mm -hmm. supposedly did but yeah i mean as far as spirits kind of like giving you a heads up or like kind of warning you i think well, but I mean, again, that that's what I feel like is like the for me the most believable part of the story. Like, yeah, you know, it just it like the fact that a homeless man came out and tried to stab this chick or person with a knife. I don't know if it's a female or male. Uh, mm-hmm. Stab this person with a knife, and like they they screamed and pushed them away with a knife. Again, like I'd be like, well, if I really wanted to kill you or like attack you, like Sneak I wouldn't stop. Well, no, I wouldn't stop just because you're like swinging a rake at me. Like I would just grab the rake and fucking stab you but then again if the person was just trying to defend themselves because they thought that you know it could be mental illness or whatever yeah exactly <clears throat> they might have freaked out and took off but it just <coughs> literally the first comment in the in the like the the responses or whatever is mm-hmm. a sounds fake homeless guy just quit and walked away and then the person responds, did you miss the part where I used a rake to defend myself? Uh, <laughs> and the part where I had to gather uh, where I had to gather people to get out of there? Oh, she, I don't think she did say that in the story. Maybe from her people. screaming? She said she I screamed guess. really loudly. That, that oh, maybe yeah. that brought attention to, oh, to people yeah. coming out. <clears throat> but yeah, so that was like literally the first comment in, in the after the story. Mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. I just... Unlock the memory. Totally, yeah, I totally forgot to talk about the alien babies. Oh yeah, you did. I guess you could do it towards the end, like okay. the last story. It'll be my last story. Yeah, this one's a little weird. Uh, it's a, or it's called or it's by I should say, just a nerd's throw, and it's called something was on my back porch last night. It wasn't human. Should be fun. <laughs> Chupacabra. Right. Maybe. You'll see why, maybe. Well, maybe not. God. Anyway, what? Happens every time, man. <laughs> so I have been debating on if I should post it or post about this, but I'm starting to get really freaked out and I figured it, could, it couldn't hurt to ask for help. Uh, now, I will warn you all, my English... <laughs> apparently, it's not my first language either. Now, I will warn you all, English is not my first language. I'm French-Canadian, but moved to the U.S. about three years ago. So if my grammar or spelling is off, I'm sorry. Thank you for that warning. I always think it's funny when people say that and then like they fucking have better grammar and yep. and stuff like that than people who actually speak English. <clears throat> or it was their first language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so I live in a <laughs> I live in a pretty rural area in Michigan. <laughs> it's, it's a word, man. It's always the rural areas. Rural. Rural. I hate that word now all of yeah. a sudden. Exactly. Well, now I'm thinking about it too much. All right. Uh, Rural area in Michigan, close to the lake. And I'm currently living alone with both my parents. Sorry. I am currently living alone. Both my parents are currently in Canada, taking care of my my great uncle, who's in his late 80s. And they have been gone for a month or so and probably won't be back until late December. I'm 19, so more than old enough to be alone. I was going to say, but I don't know if I would want to. But then I was like, I literally moved out at 18. I was living alone <laughs> since then. <laughs> oh, it was dumb. All right. Okay. But some really odd things have been happening in the last two weeks. So it started back in September when I, when my 15-year-old cat, Ginger Snap, went missing. At first, I figured she had passed away since she was very old and had a few health problems already. And a few days later, I found her body completely torn to shreds on my back porch. I mean, she was severely mutilated to the point where I throw up while sobbing hysterically. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you laughing at that? (laughs) Because I can just imagine like... (laughs) 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 Like sobbing and like throwing up at the same time. Oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be disrespectful, but that was funny. It's funny when you acted it out. All right. <laughs> uh, but that would be, that would probably be me too. Anyway, <laughs> I came to the conclusion that it must have been a bird of prey since we have uh, big owls and hawks where I live. Uh, legit, that's good. That's good. Good thought. A few days passed and on October 4th, something odd also happened. 
I was watching TV around 11 p.m. and I kept hearing a really fast knocking sound. It would come in sets of five and then stop for a second and then restart. A woodpecker? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm. I ended up going outside to investigate and I couldn't see anymore. But there was a really fucking horrible smell. And a skunk? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then what happened last night? Okay, so then what happened last night? So I had uh, waken up at like 3 a.m., which happens sometimes if I had a really messed up dream. So I walked down the hall to get a drink and probably watch TV. Once I got to the fridge, which is right next to the back porch door, I heard something walking around. I froze up coming and stay completely still. I looked over to the door and saw a huge shadow. It was kind of crouched on his hands. I don't really think I I don't really think it saw me, but it looked human. It didn't move for like three whole minutes before the shadow moved in the blink of an eye and it was just gone. I ran back to the room and called the cops. When they got there, they couldn't find anything, but told me there is no way it was a person since our back porch is suspended about 15 feet in the air and there was no ladder. I'm super freaked out now, especially since I'm completely alone up here. I don't know much about the supernatural outside the standard werewolves and vampires, so any tips would be deeply appreciated. And the first one was like, do not, I repeat, do not go outside if something weird is happening. (laughs) Um, They're like, it could be anything, cryptids to demons to blah, blah, blah. It was funny. Um, But I, yeah, I don't know. That's super weird. Um, Well, I thought it was super weird. Um, That, that, describe that thing again, because that was Yeah, right. Uh, looked over the door. I saw a huge shadow. It was kind of crouched on its hands. I envisioned like a Spider-Man kind of thing, mm-hmm. like you know, like crouched down. Yeah. Um. Still, I looked over to the door, and saw a huge shadow. It was kind. Oh, sorry, I read that already. Um. I don't really think it saw me, but it looked human. It didn't move for three whole minutes before the shadow moved in the blink of an eye, and it was just gone. I ran back to my room and called the cops so yeah i was just like a shadow yeah those things like that kind of stuff always like freaks me freaks me out like i I, obviously if i see something standing like a shadow figure standing that's creepy enough but the most creepy things to me like when i'm imagining things is Mm -hmm. um they're crawling on the floor yeah you know what i mean crawling yeah for sure crawling like like the grudge type of like kind of like that crawl that she had uh, or oh, the yeah. ring like when she's mm. coming out of the well like that kind of stuff is is what freaks me out well and and one of the comments too that i was reading um i've totally forgot that like Dogman is in michigan mm. and they're so some people were like oh it sounds oh, kind of like because uh, and, like a dog maybe yeah, and that uh, a lot of people, when they have encounters with Dogman, they remember an awful smell associated with mm. with it. So, maybe? Uh, maybe. I don't know. We had Still somebody. Do we have somebody come on and talk about Dogman? I was, uh, I, I kind of brought it up because she was from oh. Michigan and I oh, was right, like right, a right. Mich- Michigander. Yeah. Uh, and we started talking about different Michigan lore. And yeah, Dogman was, was one of them. Mm. So yeah. This one might might bring a little tear to your eye. It's three little paragraphs. It's not super long. Um, this is called My Dead Dad Visits My Daughter. By no, I'm gonna cry already. <laughs> by worldly underscore towel underscore eighty one ninety nine from about a month ago. So this person writes My dad died the day my daughter turned 10 months old. She has slept through the night with no issue since around five months. But the night he died at 2 a.m., she suddenly cried out. My husband and I have a baby monitor with sound and visuals, so we pulled up the camera feed to see if it was her waking up or just a sound in her sleep. We saw her standing in her crib, smiling and giggling at at the side. She kept pointing to her toys and books and babbling away like she was playing. We just watched. 
I had just hung up the phone with my mom who was calling me from the hospital, so I knew exactly who she was talking to. After a few minutes, she waved, curled up on her tummy, and went back to sleep. Now, several months later, we we were having a particularly rough day with tantrums and being cranky. The mom or the baby? Mm-hmm. As I sat her down and walked off to grab a snack for her, I heard my dad's voice, clear as ever, say, hey, behind me. I stopped walking and whipped around so fast I nearly dropped my, dropped to my knees. She immediately she immediately stopped crying to my oh shit sorry. She immediately stopped crying and turned her head in the direction it came from too. Then she kept her gaze there and didn't cry again while I finished getting her food. I knew I didn't imagine it if she reacted too. My dad visits my daughter, his only grandchild, and I couldn't and it couldn't make me any happier. Uh, yeah, this actually kind of reminded me of uh, Jason's story. Yeah, with his brother. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, like sweet and sad all in Yeah, all. like he literally passed away and went like straight to go see his granddaughter. Yeah, at least that's what I get from the story. That's what it sounds yeah. like. No, those are the kind of like if I hope that my kids like, oh yeah, so and so looks like this or. Mm-hmm lady with silver hair you'll be like ah grandma <laughs> uh or chalita or grandma or papa or mamita yeah take anybody it yeah so this story is written by mr clownfish friend oh okay. two days ago Sorry. today my wife and i were out of the house most of the day when we got home our dog wasn't around his usual spot the couch and didn't run up to us. This scares us a bit because he's old and slowing down. My wife went into the basement to look for him, and he was laying in a ball, balled-up towel in the dark, which is something he has never done before. He hasn't been acting sick, and once we went down to get him, he was fine. Um, after putting some groceries down, I went to take the trash out, which requires walking through our two-car garage, and then through our attached single-car garage I use as a gym. I turned all the lights on so I don't trip, as I always do, and took the trash out to the side door in the small garage. When I turned around to come back, I saw that I saw what I thought was my wife walking past the single window looking into the little garage. Same shirt, same size, appeared to be her, but she was kind of like hunched and looking down, walking toward Ugh, I don't like that. I I like did it myself and I was like, that's like unnatural. Um Sorry, (laughs) hunched and looking down, looking towards the closed garage door. I didn't think anything of it and opened the door and said, hey, what are you doing? Before realizing she wasn't there. I checked in the entire garage and nobody was. There was no way to get out without going through the door I came in, the closed garage doors, or going into the house. When I got inside, my wife was in the opposite side of the house and had not gone outside. We were both spooked a bit, even though we were honestly not paranormal believers. We just find it interesting, like mythology. We have been in this house for about two years, and I haven't noticed anything strange before. So it's just, well, yeah, like the title said, a doppelganger, like mimic. Uh, And then somebody, I always, I read the comments of everything. Like if I go on freaking Instagram and someone posts something, I'm like, what do the comments say? Facebook? Straight to the comments. Twitter, straight to the comments. Reddit, straight to the comments. YouTube. Um, yeah, actually, YouTube also straight to the comments. Um, but yeah, somebody was like, oh, like what if it was kind of more of like a like glitch in the matrix or like a time slip where you like saw her in the future or the past mm-hmm. and it was just like a little repeat. Um ugh, and then someone else was like, I've seen myself sitting in my own office chair. It's gross but anyway I, I i've never thankfully right that i know of other than like deja vu had an experience of like a doppelganger or like some sort of like seeing something or someone like before it actually happened or like played out mm-hmm. so I don't yeah know. the only thing that i think comes close to like that kind of stuff for me is um 
like sometimes I've heard my wife call me or like, oh yeah, like say my name or, or say something. Like I think like she's saying something, and I'll turn around and I'll ask her what'd you say, and she's like, oh, I didn't say anything. But that's the but it's like specifically her voice. That's the yeah. thing. That, I'm always like super curious with that because I know some people are like, oh yeah, like mimics or like doppelgangers. Like they they try to like lure you into you know like whatever room or like whatever space so that something they can do something or something will happen to you. But um, yeah, hearing hearing voices like that, I, I always wonder like, is it someone pretending to be that person, or is it yeah, just kind of like a like we've always mentioned, like the stone tape theory, or like something like a a moment just like recorded in time and just kind of like plays out again, or or you know, I don't know, interdimensional yeah. kind of things. What do you got for us? I got uh, this one's a little long, um, but. Anybody in New England, if you're listening, let me know if you've heard of this place. I mean, I'm sure you have because it's in Rhode Island and Rhode Island's like tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> this is from apprehensive underscore paint 90. Um, the title of this is I stayed in a haunted house in Warwick and I swear it was evil. Mm. So this one starts, when I was pregnant, me and my kid's father stayed at the co- at his cousin's house for about a month before we moved into our, our apartment. It's an old farmhouse in a new, newly developed area of Warwick, Rhode Island. There are farms and woods in one direction and a small town on the other. We were told when we moved in that the house had been built in the mid-1800s, which to me was super interesting until my kid's father, I'll call him Brian, which is funny because then she never mentions his name again throughout the entire story. <laughs> so I don't know why she called him Brian. That's hilarious. Uh, until my kid's father, I'll call him Brian, remarked at how the stairs seemed awfully dark and creepy for the middle of the day. And when I looked, he was right. It gave off such a sinister vibe. We slept in the living room and at night could see through the kitchen and it was as if the stairs became a dark, uncomfortable void. When we brought this up to Brian, oh, he, she did mention it, sorry, <laughs> up to Brian's cousin and his wife, they proceeded to laugh and tell us stories of people being pushed down the stairs. Uh, like if it's just a funny thing. Yeah. Um, I don't think they believed in ghosts and the husband was an abusive drunk and drunk drug addict. So they had enough problems, clearly. That house was chaotic. The husband and wife clearly were having serious issues emotionally and financially. They had a six-year-old son who was afraid to sleep upstairs by himself because the shadows scared uh, scared him. Great. After being in the house alone a couple of times and seeing genuine human figures out of the corner of my eye, or even better, black dots on the floor with what looked like long spindly legs running, but mm. when you'd look at them straight on, would disappear. A few times I would see a figure out of the corner of my eye, look and see one of the family members who hadn't heard who I hadn't heard come in. I think that freaked me out the most because how can you explain to yourself seeing a person and then sometimes seeing nothing or sometimes nothing being there, but other times you expect it to disappear, but would in fact be a person standing there this time. So it's like, I guess another case of doppelganger or mimic or something like that. Yeah. Again, I don't know why this always happens to us. Right. <laughs> we don't plan that, I swear. Yeah. Uh, Brian would say how sitting in one chair in the living room, you, you'd you want to look over your shoulder into the doorway as if someone was coming down a set of stairs that's used, that used to be there. This also freaked me out considering I slept right near the, door, the doorway and often would get a feeling of someone coming toward me. One day, me and Brian were... Uh, I said the sheet in to say her name. I guess I didn't pay attention last night when I read this because... <laughs> Brian a lot yeah <clears throat> one day me and Brian were the only two in the entire house facing one another about two feet away face to face talking loudly loudly as we usually do directly in the middle of us we heard a woman's voice say I asked if he had said that and he stared at me with a with huge eyes and asked no did you although I feel like if you were in front of each other you would have noticed that the other person yeah. should do Then we laughed it off as we were clearly talking too loud for the inhabitants, apparently. Mm -hmm. We 
eventually brought this up to the family, who included a second cousin living upstairs, and they confirmed they too saw and felt things. They told us they assumed that the black voids that ran on the floor were just one of of their dogs and ignored it if it wasn't. The cousin who lived upstairs said the curtain to the closet often moved like they were being pushed, but he he chalked it up to being stoned or tired. There was no breeze. The wife told me when they first moved there, her son would see a man in a hat, but assumed it was his imagination. How could you live in a house so clearly haunted and just pass it off? The front of the house at night was avoided by basically everyone as it was right where it felt like someone was walking by the doorframe at you at you in the living room. One night, I didn't feel like walking all the way around this huge house to the car, so I walked as fast as I could to the car through the front door. I heard a deep growling coming from the side of the house. They owned three dogs, one of which was a bull mastiff. Too freaked out to call for her, I ran in, and to my horror, all three dogs were in the house. Needless to say, I didn't use the entrance again. Yeah. It was such an emotionally depressing house, and maybe me being pregnant, I was just more aware of everything. There were other weird things that... There were other weird things, but one of the last conversations I had with one of the roommates renting a back bedroom, it was down a long hallway at the very end, the only door in this isolated hallway. I told her about me and Brian hearing shh directly in the middle of us. She explained she hears the same exact thing in the hallway. If she and her son were getting loud, oh, that she heard the exact same thing if she and her her and her son were getting loud, but sure, it was the owner's young son sneaking into the hallway. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure. So I guess she thought it was the the son like yeah. shushing them and stuff. Edit. I said the late 1800s. I asked the homeowner to clarify. It was actually built in the 1840s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's one of those things where like just old farmhouse and wood and. Ah, it's just a recipe for haunting. Yeah, I mean, perfect recipe for haunting. That's creepy, though. I that's like, well, I guess I've had that happen where it's like you you just want it to be like one thing or the the thing that I mean, for example, like with the dog, where it's like, oh, it's the dog, and it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, all the dogs are inside, and it can't be, and then it's like, fuck, and then what was that? <laughs> but I don't know, I don't like it. It's creepy. Okay, so I meant to say this at the beginning, um, and I completely forgot. I want, uh, it was uh, we because we were talking about spouses earlier and the mimics and oh, yeah. me hearing voices or my wife's voice. It's 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 not creepy. Well, it was scary at the time, but like, um, so my nephew stayed, I guess, with us for a couple of for the weekend, and um. I mean, kid sleeping in a room by himself that he doesn't know. I told him, like, we let him sleep, uh, like with my in my in my bed. He he slept with uh in Olivia. Yeah, and I slept in the the guest bedroom. Um, and it was super late. It was like two in the morning, and I was watching videos on YouTube or a video on YouTube that was kind of long. So I guess I must have like dozed off and and just fallen asleep mm-hmm. and for some reason one of our cats not wanda the one that usually meows at the door but <laughs> zoe our, our siamese mix was meowing for some reason she she never does which is weird um i guess she wanted to go into the room for some reason um so my wife opened the door and i guess she heard that i was that there was a video playing so she was like and it was like three something in the morning so she's like was that your stomach? Yeah, I'm starving. Uh, so she, she was like, uh, she walked into the room because I guess she heard the video and she's like wondering why I was still awake. But mind you, I was knocked out that just the video was playing. And uh, so she gets close to me and I guess she kind of like tries to illuminate my face to see if I'm still awake. Mm-hmm. And my point of view was all of a sudden I just opened my eyes and I see like this like illuminated figure standing at the at the bed like next yeah. to me and i freaked out and my first instinct was to like throw a <laughs> kick <laughs> 
and I ended up kicking my wife in the arm. It, I don't think I kicked her that hard. It was just kind of like a little slap on the, the cause I, then I, like, I realized like once I, like, after that split second, I realized who it was and I just, I, I tapped her on back. the, yeah, I brought it back and I just tapped her on the arm and she was like, did I scare you? I was like, no, oh, <laughs> you're good. Um, oh my gosh. But yeah. So that was another thing that happened over our break that I forgot to mention these last couple That's of weeks, hilarious. but it was, um, yeah, I kicked my wife. <laughs> Abusive. Yeah. Abuse. That's hilarious. I probably would have done the same, but well, actually like dad almost gouged Ruth, Ruth's eyes out. That's right. Yeah. You're not supposed to wake up the Connors apparently like this yeah. because we, we respond with violence. <laughs> <laughs> I I I did. I remember coming out of uh, anesthesia once, and I was like throwing punches. Like I was struggling. I was like, "Fuck this!" And I was like trying to. Uh, yeah, I'm a violent. Kill people. Yeah, I'm violent. When I apparently coming out of uh, anesthesia. But um, anyway, yep. So yeah, now tell us your story. Okay. Yeah. So now this is kind of like a personal story. So, um, as Eric mentioned, was it this episode? I feel like it's been. Yes, it was. Okay. About my candles. The candles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as Eric mentioned, like I have my little side hustle, uh, I shouldn't call it a little side hustle. It's growing. 2022 is going to be better. I'm going to manifest my, my side hustle. Like that bigger. abundance candle. Yep. Um, so anyway, yeah, I have my little, my, my side hustle and I will go to markets and I sell my products. You know, like farmer's market, not necessarily just farmer's markets, but anyway. Uh, so there's one that I do there at Red Feather Healing uh, once a month. And, you know, there's there's other vendors, other people selling products, but there's also um, practitioners. So mediums and, uh, you know, card readers and things like that. Um, and there's this one person in particular. I, I don't I don't know, like privacy wise. So I'm just not going to say exactly who. Um but there's this one person in particular that, uh, you know, that goes to these and he's very interesting, very fascinating. And I've, I've wanted to have like full on conversation with him, but you know, we're usually busy and stuff. So we haven't had the opportunity to, but I will say he's is the same person that like looked in my eyes and was like, damn girl, like you've lived or you've lived some lives or whatever. You um, should ask him if he'd ever be interested on in coming on the podcast. I bet you he would in a heartbeat. Um, but like I said, I want to like build more of a relationship with him before I'm like, hey, come do this. But which this what I'm about to tell you is kind of like a step in the right direction. Uh, but anyway, so he he had come over. It was I was uh, talking with Sasha, uh, our cousin. She also does the markets with me, and he he just like came over randomly and was just like, man, yeah, like it's uh, we're like how how are you doing? He's like it's it's been a weird weekend. Uh, and he's like, the energy is like super weird, which, which it was super odd that he said that because one of the other, um, psychic mediums or practitioners that was there, Mm -hmm. I remember my stomach is just going, (laughs) um, he walked in was like, how are you doing? And I was like, good. And he's like, it's going to be a weird one today. And then just like walked off and I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) And then sure enough, like this thing happened and I saw it happening like as it was happening, but I didn't know what was actually happening, I guess. Um, but I'm like, I almost kind of want to say like what he, what he was talking about and like how weird that was and then go into like my stuff or if I should just talk about my no, stuff. Do it. I mean, okay. Yeah. Talk about like, it. Talk about his stuff. Okay. So yeah. basically like, um, so, so this guy that I'm talking about, he's, he's got like, his, like, uh, I guess, direct line to like mayan and 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 aztec like ancestry like for sure 100 percent. so he's like a shaman and and stuff like that um but i guess he also like partially believes that there's some sort of like extraterrestrial connection to him whether he's like a hybrid or like something well who, who, who do you think helped the mayans build the i mean well and that's what he was talking about that there's these aliens that like put down like you know roots essentially in different parts of the world and that's how you had like like uh how these civilizations were started and created like the aztecs and the mayans anyway um so 
the reason that we, we had started talking was like Sasha had asked him like, oh, like that guy that I sent over to you yesterday, like how did that go? So there's this man that walked in and I saw him walk in and he was like a, a you know, shorter, like Latino looking man, older, a little older. Um, he was wearing like all black, I believe. So he was like in all black and he looked he looked a little shady, but I was like, well, whatever. Some some people are just weird. Right. <laughs> and um, he goes to Sasha's table and I, I didn't hear the exchange they had, but she kind of points him in the direction of, of this of this guy that I'm talking about. And so they start talking and, you know, I'm, I'm doing my own thing. I'm selling my stuff. And I, and I look over every once in a while and they talked for like a good half hour. And like it seemed super hush hush, like they're like up against the wall, like the dude the dude had like weird body language and it was like they were whispering, like sharing some sort of secret. And I was like, okay, well that's weird. Like, but whatever doing my job kind of thing. And then, so he, and this is when he ends up coming over. Right. And Sasha's like, Oh, how did it go with that guy? He's like, he was, that was something. And we're like, well, tell us more. And so this, uh, this guy was like, uh, starts telling a shaman, like, I'm going to tell you something like I'm not crazy. And the shaman's like, mm-hmm, okay. Like usually when someone starts off with I'm not crazy, they're usually crazy. Mm-hmm. And, but I guess that like this guy just started talking and um, he believed that like aliens were like coming or visiting him and um, the reasons why and, uh, and that he looked, he looked at this shaman like directly in the eyes and he's like, you know exactly what I'm talking about because you're one too. And like the dude, like, you know, the shaman like was like, what the fuck? And he's like, I have this mark and the, the weird guy, I guess, uh, it's like, I have this mark on my arm and he's like, and you have it too, don't you? And the shaman's like, holy shit. Like he does have the same mark on his arm, but on the opposite what side. The yeah. Fuck? And he's like, and, and uh, I like, he kept like going on and on. Like the, the, the shaman was like, freaked out and i told him i was like that's so weird like i i assume that you experience so many weird things that us normal people aren't used to so for you to be weirded out by something like that that's crazy you know or that's like insane to me mm-hmm. um but he was just talking about how this man just seemed like so uncomfortable in his body like that he like as if he was an alien in a human suit kind of thing like not knowing how like what a meat suit was and how to work it and how to act human. Mm-hmm. And I have, I, I, um, who are we talking? Oh, was it, was it Bill? No. Who are we talking to that? I was like, I'm so glad you said that because, or maybe I, maybe I told the shaman actually was because he's like, there, there are people here on this planet that are essentially that like aliens and like meat suits, like trying to be human and they're off. I'm like, I'm so glad that you said that. Cause there's been some, like not so many people, but a, you know, a handful of people that I've met in my life that I'm just like, you're not from here. Like there's just some, like, I mean, that was a perfect, perfectly great example of like, they just don't feel com- like seem comfortable in their, in their body and their skin. Like it's like different and they're trying to figure it out or, or they just, yeah, there's something different off about them and I can't pinpoint it. But when he said that, I'm like, that validated a little bit for me. I yeah. guess. Um, but I mean, his experience was like super, super weird. Um, I honestly can't remember all the details of, of everything, but um, basically that the weird guy was just like, keep doing what you're doing. Like you're on the right path. Like you're, this is you're yeah, you're doing like your life's purpose essentially. But wow. just like, um, Oh, and then, oh, because the other weird thing, I will say this before I move on. The other weird thing that the guy said was that, uh, well, the shaman said that when he looked at his eyes, he saw them like flicker, like go into like, mm. like a reptile, lizard, like pointy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and the, and the shaman claims that his eyes do that sometimes too. And I was like, oh. so I was just like staring at him in his eyes the whole time. Like I was <laughs> trying to see if I could see, <laughs> but I didn't see anything. Um, so obviously we we got into aliens right like talking about aliens and and i honestly don't remember exactly how we got into the topic of me and like i was gonna say uh had nothing to do with the conversation that you were just having about the alien no i mean like it like i don't know how it turned towards me and how Mm. i like we we got into abductions and um i think i think he mentioned that he wanted to do uh 
like a regression kind of thing, but he, yeah. he doesn't want to. And I said, oh, you know, similar because I had some weird experiences when I was a kid and but I'm afraid to do it. And then um, and then he just like is staring at me and staring at me. And he's like, and, and how does how does it uh, how does it like make you feel? And I was like, I mean, I don't know, like I've always been super interested in, you know, the paranormal, but like aliens also in particular, like since I was a child, like I just you know it's always been normal to me or it seemed normal to me like it didn't seem so far out there i guess um and he was like but uh what do you he's like do you feel like any sense of like protection or like you know towards it and i was like i mean i i guess in the sense that like if people want to shit on it that i'm like no like i think it's pretty pretty obvious that there's something going on that we, you know people or things out there that we don't know about and he was like trying to get at something and i was like i don't i can't i don't know what you're getting at and he's like there's a reason why i'm asking and he's well, like can do we you get have to like, that reason please yeah and he's like do you have like a motherly instinct towards i was like i don't think so i was like i mean i'm just like protective i feel like pretty motherly just in general like as a person is my you know like my part of my personality but like to something specific or like towards aliens like no not, not really that i think of and he's like just fucking drops the bomb and is like you have two sons and a daughter and i was like what? <laughs> i was like no i've never given birth before he's like no no and he's like, uh, you've had experiences since you were a kid, essentially, that my my uterus is prime for creating alien hybrids. And so they have used me to create these alien hybrids. And I have two boys and a girl. And I got chills. With, I mean, OK, like, granted, like, I'm taking all of this with a grain of salt. I'm not saying that any of this is real, that, I, you know, I'm just like. Eat, I'm eating this shit up because this is like, right up my alley. Like, you you know, I'm like, tell me more, please. Um, so, yeah, so that I have two boys and a girl. He's like, do you have a mark like on your belly button? And I was like, I've never looked at my belly button. Like, I don't really know. And uh, and like I told him about the experiences I had, like waking up like in weird positions or in weird places or whatever. And like the lights in the sky that we saw when we were kids. And yeah, that's since since I was little that like they've been using me for that kind of situation and that somewhere around the age of 36 and 46 that I'm either gonna remember or have the opportunity to like to see them or meet them and that they're gonna like look like me but something's gonna be off like they're not gonna be human because they're hybrids so in five to 15 years yes and so the the thing that did creep me out about uh that he said two boys and the girl is that for as long as I remember, like since I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to have two boys. Like, I know I'm going to have boys. And part of that was like, because I didn't think I could raise a girl. So I was always in my head that I was going to have boys. But I was like, mm -hmm. boys, two boys. So when he said two boys, I was like, oh, God. And he said a girl. And I was like, well, I have been considering a girl. But I just like, I and I've told people before, like, I feel it in my body that I'm going to have boys. So yeah. like now I'm like, do I just feel it in my body that I'm going to have boys because I had two boys? Or like, am I actually going to have two boys? Yeah. Um, but, and, but like the shitty thing is like, we were getting to this conversation. And I was just like mouth open, like, oh my God. And then somebody came over, like seeing us like all huddled up and like kind of whispering and they're like, oh, like what's the cheese, mate? What's going on over here? And then like it interrupted the conversation. Cause like, I didn't want to have that conversation with a stranger. Like it was, yeah. like, it was kind of private. So then that was it. And then I was like, we have to continue talking later because like, you just like dropped this fucking bomb. And then we had to like stop. So and and we didn't we didn't have a chance to have like a, a like an in depth conversation, but he's like no like we'll we'll have to talk about it and like he asked me a couple more questions, but um, there's a detail that about one of the instances of of waking up that I haven't shared with anybody like literally yeah. anybody, and I shared it with him and it made more sense, but again I don't know. It was it was a very like weird, creepy experience and I was just like, Oh my god, I love it. And I told Carlos and he's just like, Oh my god, like please tell me you don't believe this. Like <laughs> but I was like, It's entertaining, is it not? Like, I don't know. I love it. I was like, whether I believe it or not, like we'll see if I meet him when I'm thirty six or forty six or meet them, but it was I don't know. It was fun for me. I enjoyed it. 
So question. Yes. Do you have a mark on your belly button? Not that I know of. Like, that's the thing is, like, I don't know what I'm looking for either. Yeah. And I don't know. Belly buttons are weird to begin with. So it's like, I think I have a normal belly button. I don't think I have anything, like, <laughs> like weird no on me. Like no marks or anything like that? Yeah. And, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's and, like, I want to Google it, but I'm also, like, uh, probably going to, So I don't think I've, I've told you this before, Sissy, or not, um, but, and obviously this has nothing to do with you because obviously I wasn't told that I have alien children, but (laughs) what I've always wanted, like whenever I thought of having children, Mm -hmm. I've always wanted like two to three children. If I was two, I wanted a boy and a girl. But if I ever wanted, like if I ever had three, like I would always, like my, I always imagined wanting to have two boys and a girl. Oh, shit. Which is, which is funny, but, um, yeah, like I, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, it's just that that's was like always in my head, like my ideal mm-hmm. like thing. You know what I mean? Just having well, two boys and a girl. Two boys and a girl's nephew hybrid aliens. Yeah. I was going to say, that- well, maybe, maybe it's because I have two boy and like uh, two, two, uh, two boys and a girl. Like, yeah, like two, was it two nephews and a niece? Yeah. That's probably why. I, and, I, and I'm not going to have any alien children myself. I don't know. Maybe you do and you just don't know. Uh, but, I don't I don't think uh, I've ever been abducted by aliens. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, and you know what? I've been listening to uh, we, we didn't we, I don't think we mentioned this, but um, Bill wrote us an email after after like our, our first um, first interview with them. Uh, telling me when we were talking about aliens and alien abductions and stuff. And, and he was like, you should read um, these two books by Terry Lovelace. And I've been listening to them. And when he, when he talks about like waking up in different spots and like just different, different things like that, I was like, Oh shit, I don't like it. Um, but th- those two books have been super fascinating. I've been eating those up too. They're, I-, I knew his story, but like hearing him talk about it and stuff has, has been interesting as well. But uh, I don't know, guys. I like. Please know that. Yes, we both like love all this stuff, but we still have like a good head on our shoulders, and we say we believe everything. But like, we are trying to be skeptics as well and whatnot. But I just I thought it was super fascinating, and I can't wait to, uh, you know, have a deeper conversation and kind of get into it a little bit more and and see if he can unearth any other or unlock any other memories or anything like that, but, or just tell me more information, but it, it was, it was very interesting. And like, I hated it. Cause it was like, Hey, you have two, two boys and a girl. And it was like, conversation changed. I was like, wait, no, we're not done. Uh, but yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I wouldn't mind uh, I mean, hybrid babies. Uh, like I said, <laughs> I, if you ever get, you know, to the point where you're, you have more of a relationship with him, I d- definitely do invite him on. Cause I'd love to, just from the couple of times that you've talked about him, it like he seems like he'd be a good, like fun person to talk to. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, nah, he's wild. I mean, like in a, in a good way. Um, yeah. I think he'd he'd be he'd be a great guest, but I don't want to. Yeah, and I'm not going to see him in January because I won't be at the market this month, but maybe next month. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my personal right, story. Yes. That wasn't uh wasn't from Reddit. <laughs> Well, already, I think I think that's that's good. Um, I did have another one, but um, I think after that, it would just it, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to top that. So <laughs> plus we're at we'll an just hour. Leave, yeah, so we'll just leave it there. Um, if you guys enjoyed that, uh, at the end of the month, if you're new to this podcast, at the end of the month, we do stories of high strangeness if we have somebody send in a story we'll read that and if we don't have anybody send in stories we'll pull them off reddit uh just because there is a plethora of stories on reddit not all of them are good but (laughs) we try and uh choose the best ones for you guys um if you do want to find us on social media we do have a website it's we believe there's a little link there where you can click on it and all our social medias all our all our social medias are on there that's instagram um facebook all that good stuff you can go in there like our pages leave comments 
this is the best way to get a hold of us. If you want to listen to the podcast, there's a little button there where you can click it and you can either use the player in the, the on the website itself or you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole bunch of other places where you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you do listen on Apple, you can leave a review for us and we will read that review uh, on the podcast and also give us five stars because that helps us get noticed more in Apple Podcasts. And I said Apple Podcasts a lot. Also, <laughs> we do have a donate button if you feel so inclined to donate to us. Uh, podcast isn't free for us to make, but it's free for you to listen. Uh, but any little bit of help helps. Uh, we also have a store that you can buy shirts, mugs. No, shirts, sweatshirts, and a lot of clothing with our branding on it. It's amazing, especially the new planchette design that Michelle made. And there's a contact us button where you can send in your stories, where you can tell us, hey, I want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous if you'd like. You can send in your stories in Spanish. We'll translate it for you. Share your stories with us, guys, because we believe. Do you? Do you?